Welcome to the Will Caminata Podcast. Here's the place to find support and guidance on your spiritual awakening and healing journey. It is my mission to help you awaken, heal, and expand your consciousness. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. I'm so glad you're here. I'm grateful and honored that you chose to listen to the Will Caminata podcast. In this solo cast episode, I will tackle three questions. What is the subconscious mind? How can we benefit from diving deeper into our subconscious mind? And how can we access it? By the end of this episode, you will have learned four practical ways to go deeper into your subconscious mind. Just a quick request before I get into today's topic, please make sure you hit the subscribe button in whatever platform you're listening to this so that you never miss any future content. And if you're feeling extra kind today, please take a moment of your time and leave a review on my podcast on Apple Podcast. Because when you do this, you help me reach more beautiful souls and help fellow humans to expand their consciousness. On my last episode for Deconsciousness and the Akashic Records, which is, I believe, number 30, um, I talked about three pillars. Actually, it's number 31. Um, I talked about um, the three pillars of the 3D mind from a spiritual perspective, so not so much from a neuroscientific or psychological perspective. And let's just do a quick recap. If you haven't listened to that episode, this could be new to you, uh, or you can listen to that after this episode. So the first pillar is unconscious, the second is conscious, and the third one is the subconscious. So the unconscious is um, that time of our lives that we spend um, unaware of um, any spirituality or anything beyond our perception, our 3D perception. So it's the time that we spend, um, quote unquote, asleep. When you become conscious, it's that self-realization process, that self-awareness. It's the beginning of the awakening, you become more interested in um, spirituality, self-development, self-growth, and you can start making sense and rationalizing with your mind who you are and why you're here, you know, and what, and and you sort of realize that there's more to life than flesh and bones. (laughs) And then the subconscious mind is where the magic happens, and this is the topic of today's episode. So imagine that all that time that you've spent in the first pillar, the unconscious, you were almost like collecting, or you've been collecting fears and traumas and like piling up limiting beliefs. And in the subconscious mind is where they are stored. So one of the reasons that you may be um, afraid to go deep, meaning diving deep into your subconscious mind, it's because you will be accessing all of these traumas, fears, and limiting beliefs. And some of you might be asking, why would I want to go there? 
right? I always talk about the, um, I always use the analogy of the depths of the ocean. So like imagine you, you know, you're in the shallow waters and you feel like you don't really want to go to the depths of the ocean because it gets darker and darker. Um, you don't know what kind of creatures you're going to find in the depths of the ocean. So that's kind of the analogy. But in order to heal, you need to bring those traumas, those fears and those limiting beliefs to light. Because what's on the other side of, shall we say, the darkness is your limitless inner potential. It's freedom. You, you'll, you're going to shine your light even more. You will be a more authentic version of yourself free from the weight that has been in your subconscious mind all of this time without your awareness through the subconscious mind is where the healing and the actualization of spirituality happen so now i want to give you four ways that you can go deep into your subconscious mind but let's say that number zero is your willingness to go there you know your willingness to heal and that's a sensitive topic because you may want to go there but you may be scared and this process may be long and slow again with the analogy of the ocean you may not be ready to dive right into the depths of the ocean but you can always go just little by little just a little deeper every day and some days it may feel like you don't go very deep and it may feel like you're even in shallower areas shallower waters right but the key here is to just have unwavering self-compassion and not force anything that's why sometimes it's very good to have someone to give you that little push or that guidance um, so that means having a coach or a healer or a therapist okay so let's start with number one so number one is a consistent practice of meditation no surprise <laughs> so usually it takes about 15 to 20 minutes in meditation to actually get into a really relaxed state to access your subconscious mind. This may differ depending on the frequency of your practice and how long you've been practicing. Some people can access it faster and some, some people need, need a longer time. But to be more precise about accessing this so-called subconscious mind, we need to understand the basics of how our brain works in terms of frequency waves. So when we're, we're awakened, focused, and alert, we are operating in beta levels, which are about 14 to 40 hertz. So that's when we're like working and focused, for example. One level above beta is gamma, which is when we're in high performance fo focus, so, so super, super alert. 
The thing is, when we start to relax, we start going into an alpha state. So alpha waves are between 9 to 13 hertz. And they're sort of like the frequency bridge between our conscious thinking, beta, and our subconscious mind, which is theta. So theta is where you want to stay. So when we're talking about the subconscious mind, we're talking about theta waves or a theta state of mind. And that's between 4 to 8 hertz. Um, Some of you might have heard or might be familiar with theta healing. Some of you might even have gone through a session of theta healing. And essentially, it's a healing modality that's really focused on on getting rid of limiting beliefs or shall I say transmuting them and so in theta is where you can access your fears your traumas and limiting beliefs and also have deeper spiritual experiences through visualization telepathy downloads from divine source and etc So the state below theta is delta, which is below 4 hertz, uh, which is basically when you're asleep. And sometimes what happens when people meditate and fall asleep is that they kind of go from alpha through theta very quickly and stay in delta, which is sleeping. And then, you know, they can't remember anything. This can be because their sleeping pattern may not be very solid they may have some sleeping issues or they may be super tired on that day too and in some cases like in sound baths for instance the frequencies the frequencies of of music or or the crystal balls etc affect their brain frequencies but in, in those cases the healing still happens through um, sound and cellular frequency But anyway, that's maybe a topic for another episode. And a side note here, when we wake up in the morning, we don't go from delta straight into beta. If people do, again, their sleeping pattern may be affected. But usually we wake up and when we're kind of like half asleep and half awakened, that's theta. So that's a moment for me personally when I get a lot of downloads, a lot of ideas, insights, and communication with my guides. And so you can take advantage of that moment and meditate in the morning. I suggest, though, that you actually get up, you know, wash your face, do your thing, and then go back to your room to meditate. Because if you just, if you don't do that and you just sit to meditate you're very likely to fall asleep so and if you if you go wash your face and then go back to meditate you will be in between alpha and theta hence more susceptible to go deeper so i could say then that number number one is a consistent practice of meditation in the morning after waking up but there are other ways to, doesn't have to be only in the morning This time, at this time. There are other ways to remain or go to a theta state because I believe we've established here that that's where you want to stay in the state, in the 
theta state of mind. So this takes me to number two. Number two are binaural beats. Binaural beats um, can actually influence your brain waves. And basically what it is, two frequencies being played and uh, when you listen to them, preferably listen, I think you should, you must listen with headphones because these two frequencies will be played at the same time and when they meet in the middle like let's say in the middle of your brain those frequencies will influence the waves of your brain okay so you could use a binaural a theta binaural beats um, which you can find easily on youtube spotify apple music itunes you can just type binaural beats theta and you will find it if you're completely new to this if you're not used to listening to this i don't recommend that you listen to it, to it for too long so just go little by little gradually increasing the, the amount of time that you listen to it and the other important thing too is you never ever ever want to listen to these binary beats um, especially theta when driving or performing something that requires alertness okay same thing like if you want to remain focused during the day, you wouldn't listen to theta binary beats. You, you could choose to listen to beta binary beats. On the other hand, if you want to sleep, for instance, some people use delta binary beats in bed because remember, delta waves is, is the asleep state. Right, let's go to number three which is journaling. That might be a surprise for some, but yes, journaling, or you, I could say free writing, just free writing. When you um, are free writing, you just literally grab your pencil or a pen and your journal and you start writing, you are tapping into your subconscious mind. You're pouring your thoughts and feelings onto paper, whatever they are. There is no judgment whatsoever. So that's one of the rules of free writing. You shouldn't, you shouldn't even be editing anything, any spelling or punctuation. And as you keep writing, you keep writing, you can just literally set a timer for like five minutes or 10 minutes. And as you write, you are accessing your subconscious mind. And really, there are no rules for journaling. Like, think of it as um, a recorder of your thoughts and feelings. And your journal has absolutely no judgment towards yourself. So it's it's free. It's um, it's um, therapeutic, right? It's like you, your most inexpensive therapy or therapist that you'll ever have. That's what I usually say. Um, and your journal may offer you some insights um, just by holding space for you and pointing to the direction of answers inside yourself. And you can write absolutely anything, even if you don't have anything in your mind, you can just write, I don't know what to say today, I don't know what to write, or I'm feeling X, Y, Z, and just let the words come through you. You can use prompts too. Um, I have a few posts on my Instagram with some um, examples, with some prompts. Um, and yeah, you can find many prompts that you can use different, 
like in different days. But it's also fair to say that some people, they, they don't resonate with journaling and that's okay too. For me, I recommend it. I think it's a powerful healing tool. Um, you can give it a try for a little while, let's say for a week or two, see how it resonates with you. Um, but yeah, and it's important to point out that when you access your subconscious mind, you will experience strong emotions. Maybe you will resist feeling them, but that's the point. You need to feel to heal. And also, find you need to find ways to release these emotions, whether through the words on the paper or through crying, through moving your body, through screaming or punching the pillow, <laughs> and breathing, which takes me to number four, which is breath work. And your breath is probably the most powerful thing that you have and we just take it for granted. Like your breath is so, so powerful beyond your comprehension. And with certain techni techniques, you can actually access deep states and just release, release, release a lot. A lot of like, a lot of like deep rooted emotions. So a breathwork session, in a way, can be a mixture of all of the above. At least the sessions that I facilitate, they are. So there's there's the music aspect, and I choose uh, for the meditation part. I choose uh, music that are um, in theta waves or in in specific frequencies. Um, we usually do a little bit of journaling either before or after. You know, before it's good because you're setting intentions and after is also good because you're integrating the healing. Um, and the, the, the thing here, the, the most important thing is that the meditation right after the breath work is always way deeper because not only are you in that state theta state of mind but you've released and cleansed a lot of stagnant energy in your system or your energetic and emotional body that many times they are actually preventing you from going deeper um, in normal meditation so the thing with breath work though is that there are many techniques and essentially any kind of technique or practice that involves breathing can be considered a form of breathwork. But for those sessions that are more healing focused and, and more cathartic, like the ones I facilitate, it is advisable to have a facilitator or a healer and either in a group or in a private session, either in person or online. Um, I wouldn't recommend a YouTube video for it or, or doing it solo for, for first timers because the breath can have some physiological side effects during the breathwork session, not to mention the strong emotions that may come up. Um, I offer uh, group breathwork and meditation classes every month and also one-on-one sessions as well. You can access previous classes that are always recorded um, or even check my upcoming classes on www.willcaminata.com forward slash events and for one-on-one -on -one sessions you can check www.willcaminata.com forward slash healing session 
And just to wrap up, I want to recap the four ways. So number one is a consistent practice of meditation, possibly in the morning. Number two, um, the use of binaural beats in theta. Number three, journaling or free writing. And number four, breathwork. All right, remember that you can go very deep and you can go as deep as you want. There is no rush and you shouldn't feel bad or frustrated or sad for not being able to go deeper or for or for resisting and feeling afraid. It's absolutely normal. Imagine years of programming and conditioning. You know, this may take a little while to go. It may not. <laughs> But again, I think the, the key word is consistency and um, just keep doing that, that inner work and remember to love yourself through it. <laughs> If you resonated with this show and, and my podcast, please share it with that one friend that would love this topic that could benefit from the information in this episode. And you can follow me on Instagram at GuiWill, G-U-I-W-I-L-L, where I share a lot of content related to the subconscious mind, the expansion of consciousness, the awakening, awakening and the healing journey. I'm also on Insight Timer, the app, and you can find me there under my name, Will Caminata. I'll leave all the links on the show's notes as usual. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And as always, keep shining your light, keep your heart open, and let love lead the way. I love you. See you in the next episode.